Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or Zepbound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I think is certainly one way to describe the go-home edition of Monday Night Raw before we get into Survivor Series this weekend. It's a polite way to describe it. Yeah, I mean, I put lackluster on the thumbnail, bland in the title. I didn't want to say boring because the um, some of the wrestling were good. So I didn't oh, want to yeah. say boring, yeah. but... I would have used it. I, I used some considerably naughtier words <laughs> during the show. Well, welcome to the Wrestle Podcast Raw Review episode. Please do press the subscribe button. If this is your first time here, press that little thumbs up button. Of course, I am Luke Owen, D-A-D. Your jam that champion, everyone. Oh, it's so bright in here. Your oh. jam that champion. I did win the title off of Tempest at full gear. You did, you did, you did. Thank you, Jamie Hater, who basically won the, the belt for me. Mm. Um, we are both champions now. Well, I mean, Jamie's interim. I'm you actually, are legit I'm 100%. actually a real 100%, yes. There so are no injuries here. People said that picking Jamie Hater to beat Tony Storm was a Hail Mary choice. I was like, nope, it was the only well, choice. So that means that you are 50-50 booking on your Hail Mary choices this year after the uh, disaster, the most disastrous cash in of the year <laughs> at Clash of the Castle. So yeah, Jamie Hayter won this and Samoa Joe to a lesser extent. Yeah. Uh, but I'm also joined by, of course, the Professor Dan Layton. Thank you so much for joining us today. You can get your thoughts, get in your praise for me as your jam that champion if you'd like to, to wrestletalk.com forward slash support. Real champions don't request praise. <laughs> I really it's cannot right. stand the, this. The Rock did it all the time. <laughs> No, the Rock just pointed out what everyone was already doing. <laughs> I'm kidding, obviously. I don't need your praise. <laughs> I'm above you. I'm the You're champion. A champion. I'm also kidding as well. I don't know how to be a good guy when I'm the champion. No, no you <laughs> do your best. I do. I just do my best. Yeah, exactly. That's what you can ask. Which is not what Triple H did on this episode of Raw. No, it is not. Boom! What a segue. This what? Okay, so this all of my ire towards this lackluster yeah. build towards Survivor Series is targeted towards this main event segment, this the, the women's stuff the, here. The final moments. If I, before we really dive in, if I can just say this. Please do. 
I am a pro wrestling fan. Oh, yeah. I am a WWE mark. Guilty mm. as charged. All right. I stand the whole thing. I've been watching since 1998. Unbroken. Most of you had a lapse. I've been here the whole time. I had a lapse. You had a lapse. I'm committing. I, I, I love it. You know, I'm a big fan. I will always defend it. I'll always look for the good. I'll always try and find something to like. In the words of Alyssa Edwards, mama, this was garbage. It was so bad. The whole thing. And it really is every ounce of what made the show not a success can be found in this main event segment. Well, here's where my ire towards this lies. It wasn't that the promos had no effort in them whatsoever. Yep. It's not that, um, you know, this was a match for the... Uh, the the advantage because that's what you do in that's in the fine. build for war game. That's and, fine. And I was the, excited about and that. And the heels won. Yeah. It's not that I thought it was weird that the rest of the teams watched backstage, then just Rather came than... out for the uh, the end of the match anyway. Yeah. So it's not towards that. Yeah. My annoyance here is that this raw storyline with the raw wrestlers who are all fighting towards becoming the raw women's champion have one storyline, which is who is the fifth member of this team on Raw mm -hmm. going up against this other team on Raw, and you will find out that answer by tuning into SmackDown on Friday. But, uh, but, oh, oh like, but it's good. But it's good. We know. We know. That's, um, this might be anger impression. We know. <laughs> it's good. No, dude, no, you guys want to know. Trust me. The it, answer's great. It reminded me of, I actually took a bit of heat for this um, when it happened. So, this year's Raw... Wait, you got heat from the internet wrestling community? Oh, I know. So the Raw After Mania this year... Bearing in mind, Raw is a three-hour show. Yes, it is. I just, I just, is I just it? want is to it? remind everyone... this one felt like five. I just want to remind everyone this is a three-hour show. <laughs> the Raw After Mania this year was all built around Roman Reigns and the Bloodline cutting a promo. Yeah. Roman Reigns had just won both the WWE and Universal Championships. He was going to be coming out as a dual champion. The whole show, every 20 minutes, Roman's going to be cutting this mm. promo. You've got to stick around. Roman's cutting a promo. Stick around. Main event. Roman Reigns is cutting a promo. Roman then does his 10-minute entrance. He comes out and says, hey, y'all, I'll tell you what my next steps are on SmackDown. And I was like, so we've spent the entire show building, building to, to an advert for me to watch SmackDown. Mm. You've given me nothing in this segment, and you're just telling me to watch another show in a few days' mm. time. That is a that is terrible, terrible storytelling mm. and a waste of my time. Yeah, I just can't fathom why this raw storyline is being paid off on a different show. And there is a comment there that I can see with my very own two English eyes that is dead on the money. That announcement got booed hard. It did because it was this thing of, I will say, and this is not a real, as defenses go, this is not a strong one. They didn't tell us that we were going to find out the fifth person today. No, they did not. So we weren't billed that and then it was pulled the rug from under us. That, no, that's true. But the segment itself came at the end of such a, dire boring time that when and also this is bianca is the, the raw women's champion so this is bianca's show so you would expect that to happen on bianca's show on bianca's turf all the other women have been announced on in fact it's, it's an if i'm not wrong it's entirely raw cast. that's what i mean this is a this is a raw yeah, angle yeah so it was this thing of just like it was like we were being bantered off. It was like we were being... And so that's why I, I booed the TV along with the audience. I was like, oh, yeah, because we feel like we're about to find something out. And I, I know, I'm sure we'll get into it. We fantasy book ourselves into a corner. We thought maybe it would be Sasha, all of this stuff. And I'm a bit reticent to think... I don't think it's going to be Sasha at this point. Um, 
Now that it's being announced on Friday, I don't think it's actually. No. Uh, it, it, they might not announce it on Friday. They might give us an extra hint. I don't... Well, like, well what, what rabbit this? Sasha's has got blue hair. Um, yeah, well, well, SmackDown that, is blue. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I just... It's this thing of... I, I don't even think this booing came from us thinking we were going to see Sasha Banks on that day. I think it just came because this was just such a rubbish thing at <laughs> the end of a show. I also think... Okay, so to, to recap what happened in the segments... The, the main event of the show was Asuka versus Rhea Ripley, the winner of which will get the advantage for their team going into war games. Standard stuff, I like it. Also, the heel one, so they've got the dynamic rights. Mm. Good yep. job, because they tried it in NXT last year, yep. where the babyface team had the advantage, and it does not work. No, it shouldn't happen. It's the only way you can do war games is if the baddies start and have the advantage. Well, I mean, the, the, you don't root, you don't want to make your bad guys underdogs. No, ex exactly. Yeah. So yeah, the good guys should always be at the disadvantage yeah. in war games. Also, WWE have got a, a, they are bad at explaining war games. You're like, Did you Kevin Patrick trying to explain these rules is awful. There was another promo elsewhere in the show. I think it was quite early on where it was like two cages, or two rings, one cage, no rules. And I was making myself a cup of tea, like, except for all those rules you keep trying to tell us. <laughs> like, Apart from, and then every five minutes are new. 26 <laughs> different rules that come into play in this, in this match. But uh, Asuka, who is having the singles match here. Yep came out to Bianca Belair's music. I was like, you are really and friend yeah, in this scenario. and friend. So she came out with Alexa Bliss, who looks bored off her tits Oh my god, I actually line. went through Alexa's Twitter because I was like, is something going on in Alexa's <laughs> personal life? Like, tru truly, because I was like, I don't think she looks okay. She doesn't look happy. I hope she's, I hope she's doing all right. And all I could see was a lot of things on her Twitter of her being like, exhausted, like I need coffee and things like this. And I'm like, do you know what? I hope this storyline comes to an end this week. Yeah, me and too. And then she has a, a rest. Let her have a couple months off because she's been just used in the worst way. And if she's already tired, this is not good for her. She <laughs> looks so bored out and there. I, I said this on Twitter. because if, if my, my catchphrase for this week's show, and it's the whole way through the show, if you don't care, if they don't care, how am I supposed to care? Yeah. And she didn't seem to care. Yeah. Mia, oh, why would she? Mia Yim was not with them, or Meechin Meechin was not with them because... Uh, Korean she, for crazy. <laughs> she had brought... It's because Mia Yim owns the trademark on her own name. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it smart is. Smart person. Yeah. Smart person is Mia Yim. She's been burned before. She has. <laughs> so so Meechin was not available because she had brawled with Rhea Ripley in the parking lot. Rhea Ripley was available to come out for her segment, but that's that's beside the point. Yeah. So the three of them stand in the ring. The, uh, the original Bel Air and friends. Bianca and friends. And Bianca says, "We've got a fifth person. It's good. Oh yeah. yeah but we'll good. we'll tell you on Friday. The rumor mill is, you know, there are people who are speculating it could be Sasha, particularly because it's in Boston. 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 On park your car in the Harvard Yard, Sasha Banks. On on Saturday. So that's where uh, Banks is from." The rumor mill from Five Four Select is that it's Becky Lynch. I would have. Uh, this is the thing. When I talk about fantasy booking ourselves into a corner and getting too excited, um, and then it not coming true, often uh, it's it's because we've been sort of hinted at stuff. In this case, there are no breadcrumbs. No, there are no, no breadcrumbs not to at follow. All. The only like Becky Lynch makes sense. Yeah, Candice LeRae makes sense. Sure does. Beth Dana Phoenix. Brooke makes sense. <laughs> Beth Brooke. Phoenix makes sense. Sasha Banks, beyond the fact that she has been away for a while. And it, we love a return pop, and Triple H doesn't seem to know how to book a show if there's not a return. Um, 
other than that, and, and obviously her history with Bailey, we don't have any breadcrumbs to tell us that it could yeah. be Sasha. So I'm worried that they have... It's I, I can't for the life of me remember who it was who tweeted this, but they are dead on the money. If it's not announced by Friday... The whole show is tanking. It's it was I think it was Will Washington. Yes, 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 it was, yes, yes. Because whoever comes out who is not Sasha Banks, if it's not announced on Friday, is getting booed out of the building. One hundred percent. Yeah. So they're gonna bring him out on Friday, whoever it is. Why on Friday? I've no idea when this is a raw storyline. Asker and Ripley had a match, it was good, and Ripley won with the riptide. Clean. Clean. As a whistle, even though both teams Everyone's were at ringside. And then you'll never guess what they did. Oh, they only went and had a bloody brawl, didn't they? they? Oh, didn't they just? They really did. You know, you know the ending to almost every episode of Raw since the summer, since this whole thing began at SummerSlam. They they had another one of them. They only had a brawl. Oh, and didn't they brawl? We better put put these on cages because they'll brawl everywhere. I saw, I saw Io and Asuka did a bit of brawling. They did some brawling. They did some brawling. I saw Bianca and Bailey. They were brawling. Yeah, but. Alexa Bliss and and, and Minchin and and Min- sorry Minchin and then they wouldn't brawl, would they? Oh no! Oh, they were brawling. Oh, they were brawling. Oh, yeah, they oh, all oh, all oh. Them were. And then one Goodness. of them did a dive, and everyone fell down. The um, BT Sport uh, feed, the replay feed, said there were three hours and fifteen minutes, and I went, "Oh, the show went long. I want it must be a hot angle at the end." <laughs> the last fifteen minutes were just sort of Harry Kane talking about vintage <laughs> football shirts, and I'm like, "Was that it?" Oh, come on. Also, Still, though, vintage football shirts. Vintage, oh, and they were vintage football <laughs> shirts. Um, the uh, the whole uh, Mia Yim, Meechin, Rhea Ripley decapitating Mia Yim was the only thing I enjoyed on this show. Mm. And I'm really not being, I really, I'm, I, I pro- I'm still, despite myself, excited for Survivor Series. So let that pepper all of this. God, I, you're right. Although I did enjoy the brawling bridge and judgment. But that was the only, I mean, Aside from, sorry, some in-ring action was, I thought, really good. Yeah. But in terms of narrative and storyline and tension and getting me excited and keeping me through, the only thing that I was like, whoa, was that boot out of nowhere from Rhea Ripley. So then when Bianca's out there and she is saying, oh, we got these guys, and Michin, she's back there. <laughs> like, you know, she's knocked out and stuff, but she's cool. I was like, what is this? What is this? My, so I, I talked about this in my edited review. Just going back through my notes, actually, and I, I had this while I was writing on my review as well. Not a lot happened on no, this didn't, show. No, it didn't, Luke. And yet, oh man. Anyway, we'll get into it. And uh, so my big takeaway from this show is that Raw is inconsequential. Raw is unimportant. Mm. Raw is second place, second best, second fiddle. Mm. Everything is so focused on SmackDown. And I get it. SmackDown's the biggest show. SmackDown is the A show. It's on the bigger network. It gets the bigger audience. It gets, in some cases, well, it's not, it's like almost half of what, almost, it's not double. It's like a quarter of more of what Raw gets. Raw gets like 1.5, 1.6. SmackDown gets 2, 2.1, 2.2. So SmackDown is the biggest show. But SmackDown has also got like all of your hot things at the moment. It's got the Bloodline. It's got Bray. It's got got the the Brawling Brutes. It's got Imperium. It's got all of the belts. And so like, you're looking at, Smack that's got Ronda Rousey. Yeah. And then you look at Raw and it's like, oh, Raw's got nothing going nah. for it at the moment. Raw is a three hour kickoff show for SmackDown. That's what it feels like at the moment. And then you, this show, SmackDown's Brawling Brutes beat Raw's top stable. Yeah. And then Drew beats one of the guys that they are pushing, pushing. in, Baron yeah. Corbin. Yeah. So two SmackDown, a SmackDown group and a SmackDown guy come in and they beat some of Raw's mm-hmm. uh, top guys. Yeah. I mean, what? 
do feel like they could be top guys, but yeah. they feel very mid-card at that point, but actually it's a real detriment to the Raw. Yeah. And then your big how angle of this is you better watch SmackDown so we can yeah. announce who's going to be our fifth member for this Raw storyline that we're doing. In this WWE world, they are still two separate brands. Yeah. yeah. They have separate storylines, they have separate rosters, they mm. have separate wrestlers, mm. but yet they don't feel like they... Well, they do, but they just keep telling us that SmackDown's the only one that's worth watching. And I, th and I think that... Just to just to temper it a little bit, just to like provide that element of balance. Last week's show was really good. Good show last week. I really like, and there have been a few in the, in the little room where I've been sat in the chair where I have really earnestly enjoyed the show. Like I, I, I was texting my friend Josh, so I was desperate for the show to finish because I, I never thought I'd be so keen to watch Saudi Arabia play football, but I was so desperate to see anything, and then. The, the Raw finishes, I turn on just in time for the second half, Saudi Arabia score two screamers and beat the World Cup favourites in the football. It was incredible scenes. And I was texting my friend Josh, who likes football and also likes wrestling, about, God, that match was great. I really needed that after watching Raw, because it's, it's lifted my mood a little bit. And he was like, oh, is Raw really bad at the moment? I was like, here's the thing. No. No. It's, it's okay. It's okay. But you're right. This whole episode kind of was nothing as the go home show as the go it felt like the go home show for smackdown which is the go home show for survivor series and it's just like no like there are angles here and there, uh, you could do things it, if you don't care how am i supposed to care here's my other big thing when i was thinking about this raw has only got four storylines at the moment mm. so it's got bianca belair and friends versus damage control seth and the u.s title oc versus judgment day and Miz and Loomis. Mm -hmm. As far as I'm aware, correct me if I'm wrong, those are the only four big storylines that are going on. Recur on Wait, go again. Sorry, I just had some uh, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Bianca Belair and Friends vs. Damage Control. Yeah. Loomis and Miz. Yeah. OC and Judgment Day. Yeah. And Seth with the US title. We have an element of Matt Riddle and Elias. As a three-match storyline yeah you could make an argument that is the fifth storyline on raw half. yeah or you know maybe you can now add all oh, baron corbin versus akira tozawa yeah yeah, yeah but like yeah. that's that's it. that's it that's a it's a three-hour show and then you look across smackdown smackdown's got like so much going on with it and so much like so much action and drama and there's an hour less mm. of it you you always want a a uh a packed two-hour show over a baggy three-hour show. This is a, these are baggy shows. Bear in mind, this only had one, two, three, four, I mean, say five matches and then the Amos squash. God, it was long. It was long. And I don't think it was a good go-home show for Survivor Series. I thought it was a really... For me, it, it exacerbated the problem that Raw doesn't matter at the moment. Mm. While I agree with you, and we've said this on the podcast, Raw has been a good show. And I said this in my interview, thousand times better than what it was earlier mm. this year so you can't take that away from it but it is not without fault and it is a show without a purpose yeah smackdown is riddled with purpose mm. and a reason to tune in raw is can't raw should be can't miss at the moment it's can miss this is that that's that's it it's just like I can miss that one. Yeah, I can miss I, that I, one. I, I yeah, catch up because smackdown, smackdown, smackdown recaps it anyway yeah, well this is true and, it, and it's just the thing of you know, we've had this new era. Triple H has come in as the new head of content and things like that. And and there's a there's been an element of goodwill and like you know he's got a lot of trash to undo and to try and fix and to to sort of you know get back to a, a sort of status quo in some way, shape, mm -hmm. or form. 
the kid gloves have to come off now, I think, a little bit. And just be really like, you know, this wasn't good. This was I don't think he, and and, and the, the extreme rules go home rule wasn't good either. Um he doesn't seem to know how to book a go home show. I wonder if there's something about again, I'm being really generous here, Survivor Series and War Games and packing everyone into group um matches means that you are, your storylines are limited but it should really he's got be. enough experience there he did three years of it in nxt well i mean this is it this is it I, nxt was a one-hour show when he was in charge of it and and you could get away with not having your people on every week i think True. three hours every single week of putting the same people out there having them do things having them do this having them do that is is going to inherently create burnout in your audience you know this from my gm mode you go into cooldown if you're not careful they like it, it just is a case of it's 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 constant and nxt someone can have a week off and you can just run a quick video package and the angle stays hot on and if it's a one hour show with three hours to fill you've got a lot of time on your hands black panther wakanda forever is two hours and 41 minutes long and that's that felt long while i was doing it trying to write a three-hour entertainment television show every single week oh yeah it's tough is exhausting but you've had bit three hour entertainment show for ten years. You surely should know what you're doing with it now. Come up with some new ideas. I don't know. I, yeah. I was just, I was just. God, it felt long. <laughs> I would also, in you know, to kind of retract my statement I made earlier as well about, um, well, you know, Triple H had three years of experience mm. booking war games matches. It is quite easy when every year was the same storyline, which is like, well, what five goodies are we going to have face up against yeah. the undisputed era this year? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Which was war games for a long time. Yeah. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Let's get into your ultra chat. See what you thought of this uh, episode of Raw. In particular, the fact that it was a lackluster go-home show for Survivor Series. Also, thank you to everyone who has said that there is a, a delicious irony in me talking about how SmackDown is the number one show when I am playing my GM mode against Pete and he is the number one show at SmackDown <laughs> and I have been number two this entire season. Oh, did you not get that one week? I got that one week. It doesn't count. I beat Tempest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you beat the interim. I beat the yeah, interim. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. Uh, the wrestling guy said, "Super excited for Survivor Series War Games. Also, Austin Theory and Seth Rollins are some of the best bits on Raw at the moment. Can you please shout out my channel, The Wrestling Guy? Guys are a big inspiration to me, so thank you all. Well, go check out The Wrestling, the wrestling guy. guy. Here's the problem with that, though. Yeah, Seth Rollins cut a promo, but it wasn't. Didn't feel like he was on this show. That's so boring." And it was just a fine little thing. I agree with you that the Seth and Austin stuff was good last week, but there was no real good follow-up to it this week. I am... Um, yeah. Okay. And like, you know, Balor and AJ are having a match on mm. uh, the pay-per-view this weekend. Balor and his team lost on this show mm. and then just brawled with AJ. I didn't really feel like that was the big go-home angle to build their singles match. I thought Theory was doing a good job. But the problem was, when I was watching this, like this segment with Theory... Like my problem with everything in this episode, I struggle to be able to care enough to write anything down about it, to write any notes, to be like, okay, well, that was really good. You know, Theory's working with a new character, doing something interesting. Love to see it. Good for him. Let's see where it goes. It's still in its sort of early days of this new character. She wasn't a lot to talk about. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. it was, it was, was that kind of like, it, it, the whole show felt like a first draft, even the Theory stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kevin said, it was my birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Kevin. I was about to throw hands when I heard this middle school annual fair cover of Rebel Heart. The show was not a good go-home show, but I'm at a point where I'm still willing to see what's next. It wasn't their case last year. That is also true. And to what you said earlier, still excited for War Games. Still excited yeah. for Survivor Series. Yeah, because... It, the show didn't do enough to dampen my excitement. Even it. in the main event, when the bell rang, I was like, right, I'm going to watch Rhea Ripley versus Asuka now, and that's going to be a good time. You know, it's that thing of like, when it comes to the big shows... I just get excited because I can't help it. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to War Games. Uh, Kevin continues. Also, I want to thank you for creating this community. Y'all are great, and I hope the best for you. I'll stop watching shows live and ultra chatting for a while because of work. It's a financial decision. Keep being great. Much love to you all. Mwah. We love you, Kevin. Charles Berg. The show was lackluster. Wow. You guys are such AEW, New Japan, WWE, Ring of Honor, NWA, Impact, MLW, OVW, DDT, NXT, AWA, PWG, Deep South, Noah, Glow, Raid Shadow, Legend, Geology, Manscaped, Biffy to do Surfshark, Shield. <laughs> this is obviously a serious comment. Jam that jam. And you got through that whole thing without slipping up there. You did. You missed out uh, Pro Wrestling Eve. They pay us a lot. Oh, yeah. I mean, in fairness, that uh, water bottle up there is a Pro Wrestling Eve bit of merchandise. There you go. You know. uh, and Gabriel Rez has been in Munberg for 
16 months in a row, it said they booed Bianca for delaying until Friday. Bittersweet day. Last show I can watch live with my new job. Oh. Catch you on VOD, you legends. Well, Gabriel, thank you so much. And thank you for being a member as well. Gabriel has uh, summed up the entire show with one emoji there, which is just the E emoji. Completely agree. I don't know what that one is called. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, if you haven't already, please do uh, press the thumbs up button. Do you know what it's called? Luke Owen, Grand D A T. I don't know what that emoji's called. It's the E emoji. It's That's like, not it's like awkward. I, if it's you, the cringe emoji. Yeah, but if you were to like in, in on a, a WhatsApp, you can. There are no official can, names for the emoji. Yeah, you can because if you search for them. It comes up with them. Why do you search them? They're right there at the beginning. But no, because I've got, if I'm after one specifically, like I'm after, you know, crying, it brings up all the crying D-A-D. They have names. Mm. If anyone knows what the name of that emoji is, <laughs> they had a movie, Dan. They did they, have and, a movie. And they yeah. had names yeah, in that fair. movie. That's fair. Brian. <laughs> that's the name of that emoji. How about that? I've never met anyone in my life called Brian. Kevin Owens opened up this episode of Raw uh, after making his big return to WWE on SmackDown. Mm. And interestingly, he said that he's not doing war games because of Sami Zayn. Yes. He's instead doing it because he wants to get his hands on Roman and dethrone him because he should have dethroned him two years ago. So I thought that was interesting because that was like the big tease from SmackDown was that showdown between Kevin and Sami and everyone thought that's the direction we're going in. But according to Owens himself... It's got nothing to do. And he was saying on commentary, I was like, I consider Sammy to be a brother. This has nothing to do with him. It's all about me going after Roman. Mm. And I think that is an interesting wrinkle because I think that Seamus is clearly gunning for a title shot as well. So that yeah. might actually cause some internal conflict between our Autobots as they go up the Decepticons <laughs> come war games. I I, uh, I liked the the... The idea. I mean, I, and when we do this, even when I'm cross, I do sit here and I start to think about what I would do with the narrative. I actually quite like the idea of Kevin making it very clear because when your friend is in an abusive relationship, you're not going to fight your friend. You're sad to see. You're like, I, I love you. I care about you. I'm going to be there for you. I want to extricate you from that bad situation. It's not your fault. That's how he's feeling about Sammy. Mm. So the idea that eventually, you know, if Sammy's not going to be the one to dethrone Roman, um, Kevin and Sammy as a tag team taking on the Usos is an alternative um so i, I kind of liked that you know there, there was something quite nice about that in there as well um and you know i think they even mentioned the tag titles i think kevin even mentioned i didn't care <laughs> kevin didn't seem to care i i don't know i i liked kevin's promo here uh, i actually what really got me at one point you went for a sit down luke <laughs> the thing that got me going here the thing that got me brand you know i watched the show at 6 a.m right so yeah. i'm a bit bleary eyed kevin yeah. owns music here so i'm more you know I'm a bit awake oh, kevin has the best music a bit of swig of coffee also he's got his old-fashioned um yeah yeah. Back. yeah basically since triple h took over he's like no you're just prize fighter kevin owens great are you bringing back your property oh, has that been that way the whole way through yeah okay I didn't got his that. nxt t-shirt yes, back that one yeah. I spotted yeah and so kevin owns music it's oh the eye the eye yeah less bleary eyed now swig of coffee for the working man mm. and then the brawling brutes and drew come out and i'm like oh man yeah these are cool Shame they're all SmackDown guys, yeah. but like they actually feel like genuine stars on this yeah. show, and no one else on, on Raw does. Hype. Absolutely. And I was about to be like, oh, da, da, da. 
And then the Judgment Day came out. Mm. And I was like, oh, my Here's boys. Our Here's our guys. Yeah. Raw time. Raw time. This is a raw talent coming out. You got to show these Smackdown schmucks. Schmuckdown. You're in our house now. You're in our house now. And unfortunately, they made them look like absolute jabronis. Absolute. <laughs> spooky jobbers are back, ladies and gentlemen. And they did feel like spooky jobbers yeah. this week, didn't they? Because even Seamus was like, hey, come here to me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, between Seamus and Finn and Kevin Patrick, it was so... <laughs> it was just a lot happening. It's like, oi, Ben, come here to me. You're a plastic patty, aren't you? And it yeah. was just a lot of this, and then Finn didn't really know what to say, and he was like... <laughs> so I wrote down, opening sequence needed a second rehearsal. <laughs> and then that, that was the first thing I wrote down watching the show, and it just followed through the entire show. Everything felt like it needed a second draft. Everything felt like it needed a second rehearsal. It was so baggy. No one seemed to know when the promo was finished. And I mean, the, the wrestlers, the production, it was like, are we done? Uh, okay, cool. Now, in the next segment, Kevin Patrick and Corey Graves had a lot of dead air this, this today. And it, oh, and it started Kevin, right from the beginning. Oh, poor Kev. There was a point when Corey Graves said, sorry, Kev, I'll do the line for you. Literally. Literally that happened yeah. on this episode of Monday Night Raw. <laughs> <sighs> However, can you, re can you read my notes here? Just, just from uh, like, I mean, because I enjoyed Dom's bit. I but don't know if I can see your handwriting. Uh, but just the, from here, please. Wait. Seamus and Bala have an Irish off. Seamus calls out the Judgment Day for a match, and I am excited. And I am excited. That is what I wrote in my notes verbatim. So I was like, dude, the brawling brutes versus Judgment yeah. Day. This feels like what the old Raw versus SmackDown dream matches yeah, yeah, yeah. were supposed to feel like yeah. but never quite did. I was genuinely like, oh, awesome. What a cool match this will be. Mm -hmm. Didn't really think in my mind. It's like, oh yeah, but one of the teams has got to win. And that's yeah. the team that's going into the pay-per-view in War Games in the main event. So yeah, the Brawling Brutes are going to win here. And then when they did win, I was like, it does feel like a bit of a step back for Judgment Day. However, to be Captain Positive Please. on this segment, because this was the one thing on the show that I really, really, really did like. It's there in black and white. I bloody loved Dominic Mysterio in this match. I agree. Dom was, he was my star of the He's match. He's really starting to come into his own in a big way and I MVP. think he should be applauded. Last week when he was hiding behind Damien Priest doing like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was he doing it again. again here, hiding behind Damien Priest, then hiding behind Rhea Ripley. Mm -hmm. And it built to the most perfect crescendo of him getting the, the tag from Damien Priest as Seamus got the hot oh, tag. Oh, and the crowd who were quiet all day came alive. Because they knew yes. that's what we were waiting to see was Dom alone in the ring with Seamus. And Dom's like, uh-oh, mm. I've, I've got no one to hide behind now. So he jumps out of the ring, he tries to run, Seamus gives chase, the OC's music hits, the OC walk out onto the stage, complete with Meechin, and yeah. Dom is like, <laughs> and so he <laughs> runs back to the ring, into Seamus, and Seamus gives him the 10 beats of the Bowery, 20 times over. He about he, caved his chest in. I don't know if it was great selling by Dom, or he was legit trying to get out of that mood. I, I, yeah, either way, it could have been, because it sounded quite bad. It felt <laughs> brutal. He could not stand up. Yeah. The beating he was taking here, bro kick, one, two, three, mwah, chef's kiss, yeah. I loved it. I yeah. had a great, great time with this. Sucks to see my boys lose, um, particularly because they've also got a hot angle going into Survivor Series, guys. Mm -hmm. So I don't think I'd be having them taking big L's Too before big the pay-per-view. Well, at least Finn, Finn, um, Finn, Finn, Finn gets off a little bit unscathed, I think. No? I mean, yeah, I suppose you're right. He didn't take the pin. Yeah. But his group of losers did. Yeah, they, they did do that. That's true. But, Captain Positive, yeah, swoops in, thumbs up. 
Yes. Overall, this gives me, I give it this a big thumbs up because I got to see the Brawling Brutes versus the Judgment Day. Also got to see the Brawling Brutes on Raw, a team that feels like actual stars. It was a, it was a uh, promo aside, I enjoyed the match. Again, again match, good. In-ring, good. Promo, no. So then Johnny Gargano uh, gets interviewed by Kathy Kelly. Not even Kathy Kelly in a leather <laughs> mini dress with a zip down the middle could save the show. And trust me, I thought about it for a while. Uh, he is going to have a match with The Miz and doesn't want Dexter involved. Gargano has new music. Yeah, it, well, it's the same song, just sort of sung by a man now. It is. It's about, it's about, a, it's about a, what is it, a semitone lower. Yeah, I didn't even recognize it was a cover of Rebel Heart. It, was. it is that uh forgettable i don't know the i don't know the lyrics to rebel heart except for this rebel heart this rebel heart and i was looking forward to it so i did know that it was a cover because i was like huh uh the miz comes out and says that he injured himself doing a tiktok uh i did a spit take at that i will say i was drinking he said that i fully laughed out loud that was a very good bit I think you had uh, an actual ample opportunity to make a, a more cultural, uh, a more time-sensitive reference and say, I broke my hand setting up a new profile on Hive. <laughs> okay, sure. But like, but that would make him a face. Why TikTok is, is TikTok is heel. Because <laughs> it's the <laughs> older generation and young'uns use TikTok. Oh, oh, I see. Because the audience for Aura is 60 plus. Exactly. He's a heel because he's on TikTok. There you go. Oh, I see. I'm, I'm with you now. But he's got a worthy replacement for Johnny Gargano. It's a moss. It sure is. And a moss came out to zero reaction. Yeah. And a moss won. And it was boring, clunky, slow. And uh, a moss is uh, terrible. I bless Johnny Gargano's cotton socks. Because yeah. he sure did try. He really did. He really did try here. But there is only so much one man can do. Uh, and it just feels like Johnny's little introduction to the main roster has done about what was it that person someone sent us an ultra chat last week sort of saying i did or maybe it was just in the chat saying that they don't they're not familiar with johnny this is their first this is their first um exposure to johnny gargano because they didn't watch nxt it's an ultra chat last week yeah this is their first exposure to johnny gargano this honestly this gargano feels like vince mcmahon main roster booking of johnny gargano Yeesh. you know all those rumors about vince running the show between that and me jim <laughs> Maybe it's right. I don't know. Unconfirmed reports. Oh, uh, there was a plot hole ding. Here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately so. Oh, dear. Miz said that he was rich because he owned a cactus. I have a little cactus and I'm not rich. Well, I think it was more he owns a cactus in California. They're from Arizona. They're from the desert. They're like right there. I don't know. <laughs> Look, I'll be I'll, I'll be honest with you. When the Miz just starts like yammering on a bit, I do tune out somewhat. I can't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that's man. the that's if that ain't the writers' room of this week episode of Raw. I don't know what it is. Uh, Seth Rollins did a promo. They also announced it's going to be a triple threat of Rollins, Lashley, and Theory for the U.S. title uh, at the pay per view. Yeah, which I'm I, I got sure. Like F Ali's drag, right? I guess like he doesn't want to be involved. Yeah. Oh, poor old Ali. Remember yeah. we were setting up a storyline where he was going to challenge Seth Rollins for the US title and and now there's a multi-man match for the championship and he's not in it. Um, Seth P.S. Rollins did a... Uh, that was... That was, that was what his, I kept thinking. He, yeah, because yeah. he's got big frizzy Big old hair. Michael Hayes hair. Uh, Go jump off that ladder. Not a lot 
going on in that promo. Hey, he made there. he made a Goonies reference. And oh, I, wow. And, and as a man who turns 40 in three years' time, I was like, <laughs> that's a reference for me. Thank you very much. Yeah. That's for my generation. Ta. Um, he actually asked for this triple threat because he's got beef with both of them. And then Theory cut a return promo, which I thought was very, very good. Because he's got this new gimmick now. He's not doing the selfie anymore. He's not, he even says... I'm not doing the youngest this, that, and the other because that's a stupid gimmick and I'm moving past it. Mm. I thought this was a very, very good promo from uh, me man, Austin Theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not a lot of substance, but he gave it some. Um, apparently, he made the Goonies reference wrong. He did say, Goonies never say die. And the Goonies never say die. I thought he would, I, I mean, maybe I was, maybe I misheard him, but I thought it was, it was almost on the money. If someone could get me what the direct quote is, we'll be able to clarify whether or not uh, he did get it wrong. Anyway, Mustafa Ali then took on Austin Theory. Uh, Theory is so far into this new character that he doesn't come out with a phone. Yep. He doesn't even have his Titan Tron of previous selfies. And his AR situation. He's literally now just, I am Austin Theory. Yeah. I'm a serious guy. I've got a beard now. Mm-hmm. Um, Ali got quite a bit of offense in on this match, but Theory won with the A-Town down and then Lashley cut a promo on Theory saying, I'm going to come and get you right now. And then we came back from the ad break and Lashley was a man of his word and did so. Yeah. (laughs) And then they had this promo segment where I don't know if this is the most effective way to build to a match where Lashley comes out and says to us in Theory, oh, mate, you suck because you were you can you cashed in money in the bank and you didn't win. And Theory's response to that was like, "Well, you suck. Brock Lesnar beat you." Mm. It's like I don't think we should just be standing here talking about how none of the, none of them win, none of them yeah. win big matches. Yeah, to to hype me up to see a pay per view between them. Like when when you watch old Attitude Era Raw or whatever, you have you have Rock and and people doing put downs and and they're like you know it, it, you like to see the heels be put down, but two he is last year healed we think. Lash is 100% a heel. Yeah. So we have the two heels kind of promo against each other, saying how rubbish they each are. It's not a put down so much as it is just telling us to not care. That, yes, that, if, that's why I think this was a Say mistake. it with me. If they don't care, why should we care? So apparently, uh, Rollins said in his promo, unlike the Goonies. Ah. Now, if he did well, say I'm glad that, we clarified this. I'm glad we oh, we, Well, this is the most important part for me. I, because I agree. If, if Seth Rollins is getting Goonies references wrong, then he is a heel again in my book. <laughs> there was a girl in the Lashley Theory promo segment resting her head on the barricade. <laughs> and if that ain't a mood, I don't know what is. Um, yeah, and then, oh man, poor Ali. So... Austin Theory and Bra- uh, Bra- Brashley, Lashley have a brawl. It's because I've got to have to say brawl so brawls. much because guess what? There were, there were more brawls. brawls. Oh man, I'd, I was full on brawls on the, after this show. You could say there was a brawl for all. It was, yeah. There, there were more brawls here than the uh, the media conference uh, all <laughs> uh-huh. out. Yeah. Yeah, that, that joke landed. And um, <laughs> Theory hit Lashley with a chair that he no-sold and then Theory ran away which I thought was massively out of character for this brand new Austin Theory. That's the sort of thing that the old Austin Theory would have done. And anyway, he runs into the back, runs into Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali then gets thrown into Bobby Lashley. Mustafa Ali then looks at Bobby Lashley and said, what are you doing, bud? And I was like, you know what happened, dude. And then Bobby Lashley beats up Mustafa Ali and left him laying. Poor, who, who has Mustafa Ali upset there was a tweet oh i've just seen so so i have my little wrestling list and there are people on twitter who (laughs) um the tweet is from wwe's official account you can tell it's official because not only does it have a blue check mark it also has the second official check mark and it says unfortunately for ali wwe 
someone had to pay the price and it was retweeted by Triple H and that's how I found it on my live feed. Poor guy. What did he do? Was he <laughs> upset? Th- that is the final nail in the coffin of this burial. Yeah, like the the his I, it really did feel like oh, your push has come to an end. Yeah, now. yeah, you didn't get over. Sorry, bud. We did try for a handful of weeks, but it didn't work. And um, yeah, now you're just being beaten up by by uh, Bobby Lashley. I really felt bad for him. Yeah. Uh, speaking of ice cold, until the end, of course. Alpha Academy took on Wish.com RK Bro of <laughs> Matt Riddle and Elias. Elias got a hot tag. Yeah, and this crowd went. <laughs> deathly silent they really did yeah they even booed when matt riddle kicked out of otis's finish did they i didn't hear that yeah they came out and they went boo i guess like this match is still going on right, right thankfully right, right, right. the match then kicked up a gear got into its final third everyone got in did their big moves and the crowd then chanted a very lightly this is awesome and matt riddle hit a floating bro for the win so feels like that storyline has sort of wrapped itself up now we have a tag team now yep chad tag teams chad gable and otis got singles wins but Mm. they won together as a tag team and now they're unified unified there were no bongos this week oh i did write that down there were no bongos there were zero bongos for which i'm eternally grateful yes uh and i don't know what you do with the next so here's there are no tag titles to go after. this is the moment where i wrote two things uh, that I, I, you know, decent match, but I'm just struggling to be invested. This episode feels like it's designed to be on in the background. Oh my god, that's such a great way to describe you know, it. Thanks so much. The pun- its a show designed to be on in the background when you're on. doing other things. Your friends around you having a chat and a beer. Oh, yeah. there was a there was a. You see that move? Anyway, what were you saying? Like, yeah, that's what it felt like. I've got to put the wash on. Yeah, but I don't want to do it in silence. Yeah, so I'll pop this on. I'll walk in and out of the room every now and again. Yeah. If yeah. I hear a, a big pop, I'll come back in, see what it was, and then I'll go back out again. Yeah, that's yeah. how it felt. Yeah, got to so. put the vacuum around, so I don't need to hear it, Yeah, because I've got the vacuum going. Not that Kevin Patrick is saying anything. <laughs> There's nothing to hear. Corey Gray's being like, yeah, Kev, it's your line, mate. Yeah. You would, would you, Adam and Eve? This is legit the last thing we have to talk about on this show. Are you we, joking? Yeah. It's oh my co- God, you're right. <laughs> wow. How did nothing happen on this show? This is a record-breaking episode of the Raw Review. We're about to finish early. We're going to finish on time. Yeah, can you imagine? I can't believe we're at this. Yeah, this is basically the last thing to talk about. Corbin mm. and JBL were playing poker backstage. Drew walked up. Uh, they made fun of Scotland not being in the World Cup. Maybe it's for the best. And... Um, <laughs> And then Drew uh, said that him and Corbin are going to have a match. Uh, Drew respects his elders, so he didn't hit JBL, but he does not respect Corbin, so he slapped him across the face. Yeah. And then I don't got... really like face Drew McIntyre. Like face? I, like... Oh, I, I, like, I love Maybe... Drew. Oh. And I actually really I liked love his... Drew. And I loved his line of like, respect me elders, I don't respect ye. And then slapped old uh, Corbin across the face. It was vivid, that impression. It was like Drew was in the room with us. Thank you. Yeah. Please. Continue. Then Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre had a match. I can't do it for a prolonged period of time. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I think we all understood that that was the beginning and end of that impression. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I, oh, oh, I, oh. I, I, I want to tell you. Oh, okay, go ahead. So this is way off topic. I apologize. but like, it's fine. We've got time. <laughs> Not a lot happened on the show. <laughs> I was in Sainsbury's earlier. And you'll never guess what I heard. Someone with a text tone that went... Throwback. Yeah. Generally it was. And it felt like... Someone was playing it as music. Mm. <laughs> it was very melodic. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I haven't heard that text time uh, since then. And I, was, I went back into a mind space. Mm. Back to my amateur dramatic days. Wow. Where I was once in a play. 
um, which was a series of like uh, monologues and duologues and sort of like mini scenes about so, so a play. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't because it was like individual things. Right, it was like scenes. Yeah, so it wasn't yeah. like an overarching narrative. Gotcha. Um, and it was about what it was like to be a teenager in the late nineties, early two thousands. Which you know, which I well. which I was, and yeah. it and it was. Oh, I think it was in. 2001 maybe might have been 2000 that we did this right so it was like you know what's it like to be a teenager now um god it must have been yeah it must have been like 15 or so and um so one of these things that we did i can't remember much else about this but we did a scene about the text messages that you receive Mm. And the way that we broke up people walking to the front of the stage to read out the text message that they were as part of the scene was we did a dance to that to that's exactly what we sort of did and yeah sort of like and and you had to like and locked yeah you had to do like you know jarring like movements and stuff to that and I just had this real like oh I haven't thought about that in years and I thought you'd appreciate it I can't unfortunately I can't remember the only scene I really remember doing is I did a monologue of a guy going into the bathroom at a club pretending to uh, practicing a kiss yeah and so i have to like um, i was like psyching myself up yeah, it might have been like yeah. a school disco type situation i was like psyching myself up <laughs> Lovely. talking to myself in a mirror yeah. and then i sort of like check see if anyone's around check under the stalls and then i have to practice a snog on the mirror great well obviously there's no mirror there so i just have to snog in midair if you can find a dvd or a vhs <laughs> of this but i'd love to watch it and then perhaps we can do a live stream oh a Patreon if, if we could do a live stream reaction to yeah. my stage plays i did when i was a teenager yeah because some of them were diabolically bad is this story all because you, you the that this that impression of Drew McIntyre there was the second performance you've done since that. Um, no, I, I did other plays after after that. <laughs> I, I was also, I was also in. I have a, a scene. I've got a couple of scenes actually in um, the the Twilight Zone anthology series that me and my friends did in 20, right. 2009, 2010, yeah. How I Met My Wife. Lovely. Um, and I also have uh, I'm one of the zombies in yeah. the zombie movie that I made, mm-hmm. uh, The Good, The Bad, and The Undead. So I have done other performances. This story, <laughs> if you can believe, is more compelling than the entire three-hour broadcast of Monday Night Raw. <laughs> a little window into Teenage Luke as he tread, trod the boards, so to speak. <laughs> I, Teenage Luke, I stand. I, I, have to say, I, was, I was the lead in a lot the of things as well. The, there's that one picture you have of you like, <laughs> with like, your long hair and your sort of skateboard t-shirt and like playing a playstation game with posters in the background like ripped out of a magazine of jordan (laughs) yeah yeah literally with boobs akimbo like the whole thing where it's like you are every cliche and i love it it's great (laughs) it's a it's a collage posters there's jordan there's jerry halliwell and the street fighter yeah (laughs) anyway anyway, i was talking about my my favorite spice gun and you you were like nobody likes posh objectively the best one's ginger and i was like is it because there are boobs no 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 the conversation went you said david beckham was my hero because he married a spice Uh, girl he was man united's best player and he married my favorite spice girl and i said he married the most boring spice girl incorrect and you said i bet you're a jerry man and then you yeah and 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 everyone else in the room said of course we're jerry he's the best one right no no wrong she had the best solo career Baron got Ma- uh, Mel C says has something to say about that. Machico Latino, I would argue otherwise. <laughs> Don de Star, <laughs> I argue. <laughs> oh, anyway, Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre had a match. They really did. And I was told on commentary this was a rematch from WrestleMania, and I do not remember I these two. Forgot. <laughs> I do not remember these two having a match at WrestleMania. No, do not at all. Uh, but apparently, 
it was uh, another good example of I've written my notes here. This is actually a good example of the good the Triple H has done. So this does feel like two genuine stars having a big match. Mm. When I was watching, I was like, well, Baron Corbin's getting a push. Drew McIntyre's obviously in war games. So I don't see, I don't think they're going to like just beat Baron Corbin easily. Mm. And I think that was uh, that's a much better job than, say, Vince had done in the pushing of Baron Corbin and the pushing of Drew. Yeah. Yes, I, I, yeah, I agree with I agree this. <laughs> and then um, Akira Tozawa from out of nowhere. He quite literally popped up. He did, and he's in his original gear. He's yes, ditched. Yes, the he's ninja is the, gone. He's ditched the Vince McMahonisms. Yeah, and he is now Akira Tozawa again. Excuse me. He stole JBL's hat that distracted Baron Corbin, and Drew hit the claymore, and he won. Yeah, he, he he's uh, Akira Tozawa hat stealer. That's his new gimmick. Yep. Uh, and then the very last thing is the OC did an interview which broke down into a huge brawl uh, with the Judgment Day. With the one thing I cared about. Yeah, I well, sure wish. More Kathy Kelly. That's it. Sure wish that it was uh, OC versus Judgment Day at Survivor Series because I'd actually be into that more. Mm-hmm. Um, I I we've been those are breadcrumbs. We've been given that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'd have been I'd have been really into that. I also wish I could have seen this brawl, uh, but the camera work was. What was that one that was plonked up at the top in there? Like it was a security camera, but clearly wasn't. Yeah. Like it's like we knew this brawl was going to happen. It's spilling out. We're not ready for this. It's wacky. But don't worry, we've got a giant high angle wide shot. Yeah. And it was lots of crash zooms yeah. by uh, by Kevin Dunn. This is the thing, and, and I'm sorry to... Th- I, am I sorry to nitpick? I was about to say I'm sorry to nitpick, but I don't sorry. think that sorry. I am. Kyle here, yeah, I was born in 2004. What's a spicy girl? Kyle. <laughs> See me after class. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I interrupted. Uh, but no, like, I'm, well, I mean, probably fair, because I'm about to nitpick like mad. And, and sometimes nitpicking is nitpicking, and it's just... Sometimes it's just like... If it's sustained throughout the whole show, I think it's fair. And again, when I say, if they don't care, why should we care? During Seth's promo, someone lent on a button and it was the Raw logo popped up just in the middle of it. The Seth promo didn't even start on time because Kevin Patrick said, we're about to talk to Seth Rollins. I believe we have Seth Rollins somewhere. And Kevin Patrick had nothing to say. It's because they've mistimed the pre-tape. They mistimed the pre-tape completely. And I, no one had anything to say at any point. Uh, camera angles were weird. They missed certain things. They the the um, Oh, yeah. Uh, Mia got kicked in the face, which was great. But then they sorry, went off and sorry, brought... Who? Oh, sorry. Uh, Mee-Chin. Mm-hmm. She used to be called Mia Yim, but now you see she's crazy. <laughs> and Korean. So she's Mee-Chin. Um, and then just like but that's off screen we don't get to see them brawl just trust us it happened happened I'm sure enough that Meechin couldn't join and friends um, and then but then yeah, like you want us to believe that they're having a wild brawl out of nowhere and then they go in the background and there's a giant camera to, it's it's, but it's just not I, believable I highlight again this is the problem with Miriam and Rhea Ripley being in war games they, their story is not in war games. Yeah, their, story, their, their story is elsewhere. Yeah. Their story is with OC and uh, Judgment Day. Mm. They're sort of like accidentally being forced into this. It's shoehorned. This, it's shoehorned into this damage control hole. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think that's that's really working. And I think, yeah. Because then I think... you have to justify like, oh, why Rhea Ripley is there and why Mia Yim didn't come out for the, the main event segment. Because you're also not giving... Uh, either of the Judgment Day or Good Brothers anything to do, really, other than be in the corner of Finn and AJ. Um, and and you, like you say, you are, you are sort of sacrificing their story for this for this damage control story that isn't working, and that's not their fault. And it's just... It's just a mess. Do, do, am I looking forward to seeing them get it on in a cage? I absolutely am. Like, this is the thing. It, it It's almost like... I don't want to say that nothing matters until we get to the pay-per-view because I was I, I was this excited for Extreme Rules, and then I found Extreme Rules to be extremely baggy. Like, it just is this thing of... 
getting me really hyped for the pay-per-view and on pay and this is where I I you know I have to temper myself and go okay sometimes I know I can be a bit of a mark because you they run down the card towards the end of the show and I'm into it. Yeah, it's a good card. I'm into you can't it. argue. It's AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. Like it's, it's hard, it's, hard to be not it's excited the about that. In war games, opposite yeah. the brawling brutes, McIntyre and Kevin Owens. It's gonna be great. I want to watch it. Yeah, you know the, the triple threat match. Even I'm sure that'll be a sure banger. be great. Yeah, absolutely. Just make me care. Unfortunately, I, I mean, I thought this was a like a three out of five One. episode of Raw. I don't think it was that bad. One. I'd you know thinking about it now, it's probably more two out of five. But um, I I don't want to make people angry on Wrestle Main Channel, so I, I said three. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I thought I, unfortunately, I just feel like not enough on Raw matters That's at it. the moment. Like not enough on Raw. I don't think there's enough care and attention being put on Raw. I feel like everything is being put onto SmackDown, and mm. I don't think that's fair because I don't get to review that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this one's three hours long. At least you're being honest. No, I no, it's it's true. I think I think maybe maybe if I was being less if I was less cross about it, if I was being less of a bitch, I'd probably give it two. But I just I don't know. I just I was like, oh come on, it's a one. And then uh, three hours of a show with its own roster separate from... But all of the focus was on the SmackDown stars this week. Yum yum, come get you none. Oh, Daniel Layton. Thank you. Um, we have got some shout outs to do for do. our wonderful Patreon pledge That's hammers. True. Let me find those fine folk in the podcast shout outs. Um, hey, guess what tomorrow, Dan? It's Wednesday. You know what that means. It's a brand new upload for oh, patreon.com forward slash wrestle talk. It is in fact myself and Ollie Davis reviewing Survivor Series 2003. Yeah. It was a, a lot of fun to review. Uh, a batty old show, isn't it? It is. It is a show that reeks of desperation from a company saying, please come back and watch our products. Yeah, look, honest. look, look, Vince and Undertaker are having a match. Look, Shane McMahon's on the card. Look, Austin's here. Very delight. <laughs> you remember those, don't you? Oh, it, and it is Vince McMahon mm. bleeds an absolute gusher in that Buried Alive match. It's Does amazing it? he finishes it. It's amazing he's still around. Yeah, 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 on yeah. A, actually, genuinely, because then he starts wrestling in dirt and it is oh. Oh, not pretty. Yeah. Um, but I cannot believe this. Match of the night, Shane McMahon versus Kane in an ambulance match. Ambulance? In an ambulance match. That's how John Cena says it because he's trying to rhyme ambulance and chance. Well, do you know what the Welsh word for ambulance is? Ambulance. It's ambulance with a W. Hmm. I learned this the other day. So maybe he was just pronouncing it Welsh. Could be. Yeah. I don't think he said that in his quite terrible rap. Because <laughs> John Cena was not good at rapping. No. That's, my, that's my big spicy hot take. You're going to take Dr. a doctorate Th- back. Doctor Th- he was bad at this. <laughs> he just said words that rhymed in a vaguely rhythmic sense. He and got his uh, thugonomics PhD from the University of the Cayman Islands. He so didn't. He <laughs> he'd just come out and be like, a derba 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 and then would well, GGM would just suck my knob, and then <laughs> and the crowd would go woohoo! It really would. Absolutely, what happened? Awful, awful business. <laughs> anyway, if you are one of our twenty-five dollar and above Patreon pledge hammers, you get a shout out on this show, like Angelic Angelo Mercado, Tony Jabroni, JS Wooten, Golden John Molden, Colin McLeaner, than Finn Balor. Andy Datsun's fetish, Timothy King. The Aztec warrior, Hector Rodriguez. The Mile High Marvel, Denver Peters. And El Jefe Elijah Fairman. 
Thank you so much for being our Patreon pledge hammers. There's loads of stuff over on patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk for you to enjoy from the month of October, uh, November, in fact, uh, including a Wrestle Behind the Scenes where Ollie, Pete, um, Tempest, and I. We talked about survival series and what it was like recording on yes. the day. We go in depth on what it was like, how the show came together and all that sort of good stuff. So go and check that out as well. Let's get into the rest of your odd chats. Would you like to kick us off, Dan? I would. I'd like to begin quickly by saying people do search for emojis. Uh, the face that we were discussing is known as the Grimace face. So, do you want to take back your nope. grand DAD? Because it can... turns out I'm the only one here with my finger on the pulse. <laughs> <laughs> and we have to keep checking it because at this point, you never know. Uh, and Seth Rollins' quote was, Luckily for me, I have a PhD in getting back up. I'm like the Goonies. I never say die. There you go. I'm like the Goonies. There you I go. never say die. On to your old stretch though, BM Whitehouse 76 said Raw is in desperate need of a draft after WrestleMania. Also, this is me manifesting Mustafa Ali to be the Iron Man in the Royal Rumble and the traditional gauntlet match in the Elimination Chamber go home show. BM um, Whitehouse, I like your ambition, my bud. Yeah, I mean, I do think I agree it needs a draft. Just it, it needs a reset button almost. But at this point, with this with it being an episodic show, with it being Raw rolls on, WWE never stops, it's hard to press that reset button. And the bloodline is so SmackDown is so good that you can't press reset on Raw without just pressing it on half the company, and that's not how it works. So it's a tricky one. Uh, Yorkmaster53 says, For the past two months, I've been watching Raw Live. Until Judgment Day, without the E, do their entrance. I didn't get their full entrance. One out of five stars. You are right as well, because it's American. Uh, judgment is spelt wrong. They don't have an E in Judgment. Do we have an E? We have an E in Judgment. Of course we do. Judge... Yes, we did. <laughs> uh, Aaron Hanrahan is a 15-month member. I heard some people say they have to keep Omar strong. At least Johnny has his theme. Hope you're well and have an awesome day. Um, yeah. Uh, do they have to keep Omar strong? I don't think they have to. They, I don't think they have to keep him off. He just he just lost to Braun, so they can't keep just, him that strong. They could just let him go. If they uh, to. I don't want to see anyone lose their job. No, but like they could uh, give him a break, something out like that. I don't know. It just didn't. You, nah. Um, Stevie Howland says as a proud Irish man the opening match of Seamus and Friends versus Finn Balor and Friends commentated by Kevin Patrick and Friends was pretty cool it did very much have that kind of World Cup feel didn't it did a little like, bit you yeah know, international flair and, I, and uh, I am always anyone from this corner of the world UK or Ireland getting mainland TV on, on Monday Night Raw will always entertain me yeah. because I, I imagine those people in america who claim to be irish like <laughs> trying to understand what they're saying and they are broad Irishmen, aren't <laughs> they they? Really are. goodness me <laughs> it's quite something seamus legit opened one of his royal rumble promos by going how are you come here to me it's mm. <laughs> it amazing how are you doing come here you're right you're good uh, Chris Lilly says, Hey guys, I feel that they've dropped the Alexa turn since Bray started with LA Knight and seem fed up of having it pushed back. If we don't get an interaction on Friday between her and Bray when it's done, and why does Corey seem to have it out for Alexa again? I did actually notice that Corey, Corey quite rightly pointed out Alexa didn't seem particularly fussed in the promo. Um, that, that is, that feels like calling out on TV. But then he also did it with, with us. Well, mm, mm. Oh, as, as in like fed back to, so they, in the same way as Danny Brooke. Could be, possibly. Unless, know. unless of course, this new Alexa character, like because of the the Bray teasers, now she is bored. Mm. Does that 
or there's the uh, there's a couple of ideas that maybe she'll be the one to turn in the match itself. Could be. I don't, I don't know. I, 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 mean, I, I, I don't separate, think I care. It? Yeah, that, that's it. I don't think I care, that's and it. also I don't want to see Alexa back with Blair, uh, Alexa no. back with Bray. I don't either. I, I truly want Alexa to have a little break and maybe come back at the Rumble being the goddess again or something like that. Yeah. It's a, in the same way that... Give these characters some bite. Asuka is the only character who I think comes out of this whole Bianca and Friends thing. Kind of Even Bianca's scathed. Asuka is kind of unscathed because she's Asuka, and she can just go who's ready for Asuka and dance around, and I'll be like, you are the best thing in this company. Do you remember that, do you remember that fire promo between Io and Asuka? Oh, yeah. Tasty. Legus King or Legus King, like Vegas? Lagos, go with that. Lagos King. Johnny's new song feels like that would be his theme song if he went to AW <laughs> and he made a song similar to his very popular one. The shade the of it shade all. The shade there. But wrong. Not, no, not wrong. Not wrong. Uh, Ten Rosa said, Lads, hope you're well. Dan always with his infectious laughter. Mm. A great women's build was the NJP Stardom show with Kyrie. A huge Wrestle Kingdom match for her. And yeah. also Omega Osprey. Wrestle Kingdom 17 looking damn fire. Hope Spy was serious to leave us because TV is not good. There was a picture of, of Kyrie with the belt where she was like in the air celebrating. Her hair was sort of flying over. I was like, oh, that looks a million bucks. Yeah. And I think you can, we do get those moments now and again. I think there is some good build of, of people on this <sighs> do you know what's funny it's on the um the omega thing obviously they sh they showed the best of seven graphic and it was very clear that january 4th was missing like the, it's like every week apart from jan 4 yeah and a lot of people you know i don't think it was a secret everyone was like oh yeah jan 4th isn't there someone even mentioned it in the media scrum asked tony khan why yeah. isn't there one on january 4th is anything to do with wrestle kingdom mm. and tony you know he just said what he said and i was like I can't remember if I was with a kid. I was walking back from a Christmas market. Mm. So I finished the show at six or oh, five. I then didn't finish work at six. Couldn't get a train until 25 to nine. Mm -hmm. So I got a train home. And then I went to a Christmas market with the kid and the wife. And then I walked home in a very sleepy state. And as I was walking home, I was thinking to myself, oh, I bet you they're going to have Omega there. And like, Omega will be at Wrestle Kingdom. Wouldn't that be awesome? Who could he face? I'll make your face Naito. Mm. Maybe I'll have something with, maybe they'll do the Okada match. Maybe with mm -hmm. Tanahashi, this and the other. The second I got in, I was just about to go upstairs to bed and I checked Twitter and boom, there was the yeah. Omega announcement. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. And it's Osprey. It's even better than I could have thought. I love it. Did you watch the promo? Oh. In Japan, in Japanese? Uh-huh. Isn't, wasn't it great? Yes. I, I couldn't help but think when I was watching Raw, like the Seth Theory Lashley segment, I know it would have, they've got a three hours to fill and clearly they didn't have a lot on, but I couldn't help but feel how much more effective that would be if they'd done it in that kind of style where each of them had a, a promo to cut and it was it was video because the video package created WWE are among the best oh, they are business. The, yeah, uh -huh. You know, and so like stuff like that where it gives it a little spice and a little bit different. It's and, and it's it's not hard to do. Like it's made me hyped as F as all bejesus for this Omega Osprey match. Like, you know what I mean? And it was so simple. More of that, please. Well, I, you know, on that note, the I thought the the ending angle was quite lackluster for mm. the um, you know the women's war game match. But every one of those video promos with like the oh know, when they were behind the cages, yeah, and what, and, and Butch just goes war games because he didn't have else to say. And it's like the the purge announcement it was like wrestlers, the uh, yes. alarm is about to sound with Banner and generals yeah, yeah, yeah. gathered in their masses. Like it's genuinely brilliant. When you go back to the stage, I hope it's the Ozzy Osbourne musical. Uh, and lastly here, um, Akiko says, I'd love to see you guys do Monday Night War series, but set on Total Extreme Wrestling, T-E-W. Um, 
uh, with the Montreal Prelude mod, it sets you right before Survivor Series 97. So you have a bidding war for <gasps> Bret Hart and fight with ratings and show quality. So oh, I didn't play a lot of TEW, but I played a lot of EWR, which mm-hmm. was like the precursor to TEW. And I'll be honest with you, the reason why I have a 2-2 at university is <laughs> partly down to recreational uh and the <laughs> other part of it is down to my obsession with ewr yeah and starting um because you can just like go into the database stuff and create your own wrestling promotion mm. and so i would just set up like a backyard wrestling promotion and then build it up and build it build it up to take on tna and wwe mm. and i was obsessed with that game mm. oh it was amazing good times not for the degree no but you know, i got here in the end so look at us go Look well at Miko, two two. I got the champion. I'm the I'm the gem champion. I take that degree. I take that University of Portsmouth. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I'll have you back to give a lecture now. You can just drop it on the lectern. And be yeah, like, and they, what? they didn't want to have me do a speech when I released a book, but now I'm the champion. <laughs> <laughs> and they can't. They're bashing the door down to get you. That's it. I got my Desmond, and I was absolutely fine with it. <laughs> Desmond. A Desmond two two. <laughs> you're not call it a Desmond oh, I, I didn't know I got a 2-1 loop oh, of course you did just swat <laughs> anyway thank you all so much for watching today thank you all so much for your amazing and generous ultra chats uh, please do press the subscribe button if you've made it this far press the thumbs up button before you do leave this video because it massively helps out this channel tell your friends about it as well because we want to reach as many people as we possibly can. Just like to make friends. Really. We do like to yeah. make friends. Yeah. Uh, there will be Survivor Series predictions here on the Restop Podcast channel tomorrow as Pete and Tempest will fight this weekend for the number one contendership Ooh. for Royal Rumble. Oh, hello. It's that season, isn't it? It is indeed, Goodness yeah. me. Because there's no day one this year, which means there's no pay-per-view after war games until the Rumble at the end of January. Oh, it's going to be a slow few weeks around <laughs> Christmas, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so they're going to be fighting for the number one contendership to the Jam That Championship. There's no automatic rematch clause round here, Tempo. Uh, and then I will defeat whoever that is at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Although, going by my previous track record, I won't. Well, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just lose it back to whoever it is. <laughs> I believe in you. Oh, thanks, mate. I'll be in your corner oh, at thanks. the Rumble. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. I appreciate How that. How about that? Um, but until then, uh, oh, actually on Thursday, Ollie Davis and I will be doing the AEW review, which is now on the upswing of yep. positivity again because they can only do this <laughs> if Raw goes up AEW goes down and vice versa full gear was ace yeah and I'm, and I'm dead excited yeah oh I'm dead excited for what oh, happens very very quickly do you see they're going to do a post uh, a post Survivor Series press conference I did indeed yes and the, the I, I love a spicy little post press conference so I'm oh yeah I like it mm. just copying AEW but then, thank you so, I'm, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm kidding kind of thank you so much for watching jam that jam everyone Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.